Hello, everyone. Oh, my goodness. It's been a minute since I've done a podcast and a YouTube video. So hello to my YouTube subscribers. Hello to my podcast subscribers. Welcome to the Solidified Podcast. This is our first time meeting. My name is Kim Fisher. I'm in manifesting, empowerment, mindset, leadership coach, showing people how to find, refine, and sustain the life of their dreams in order to live a life filled with happiness and achievement. Welcome. Um, also, you got the intro. If you're listening to this podcast, you know what this podcast is all about. Today, I want to talk about something very important. And I want to give you three practical ways to do the most important thing I'm going to talk about. So really, if you are serious about your transformation, there's a couple of things you need to understand. Okay. And one of the one of the things I always see people get tripped up about when they're on their path towards empowerment and self-improvement and self-observation even and just learning about life and what they want and who they are and what their purpose is, is that the moment they encounter resistance, difficulty, challenge, they run for the hills. As soon as things get uncomfortable, as soon as we feel stretched, sometimes it's really easy to just flip the sign to close and get the hell out of there. And honestly, when you do that, you actually jeopardize and you risk your 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 environment helping you grow. So those moments of challenge are the lesson. They are the teacher. So I've got a cute little phrase to help you think about and reframe yourself in that moment where you're feeling challenged, okay? So the next time you have challenge, the next time you're feeling resistance, I want you to recall this cute little phrase. And then I'm going to give you some questions to think about to help you reframe and study the moment of challenge rather than letting it trample all over you, okay? And I also want to give you a personal example too, of something that I went through. So you can see how I use it in my daily life as well. We'll give you um, inspiration to deal with it the same, okay? So the phrase is this. If you're serious, you've got to get curious. If you're serious, get curious. If you're serious about your transformation, you've got to get curious about the resistance, okay? That's how that works. What does this really mean? At the core of it all, instead of getting pissed off, instead of building up some story that you're a failure or that you don't belong on this path, instead of reading the resistance as a sign that there's scarcity in the world and you should stop, you instead need to flip or swap those emotions for curiosity. Curiosity keeps us engaged. Curiosity keeps us in a creative state. It keeps us in a solution-oriented state. It keeps us the witness and the observer. And that's a big part of it. Because if you can stay the witness, if you can stay in the observatory state, you will pick up on things. You'll notice little nuances about yourself, you'll question and maybe even laugh at your original reaction. And you'll invite in something very powerful in that moment, which is choice. 
And ultimately, we ask ourselves this question. Once you're curious about the resistance, you, you're asking either literally or energetically, is there another way to be with this moment? Instead of me getting so worked up, which is blocking my progress in and of itself, like never mind the fact that this, um, this project took a left turn or this thing didn't turn out or I got some bad feedback or someone just quit the program or maybe someone wants a refund or whatever it is that isn't going right. That's, that's bad enough, right? That's an unpleasant situation. But our reaction to it can compound that negative feeling. So instead of being reactionary, instead of being subjective and making a whole story about it and having a whole emotional reaction, you guys know what I'm talking about. I do it, you do it, we all do it. The difference is when you practice it, you recover quicker from these moments. So I absolutely still have moments where I'm like, whoa, I am pissed off that this is not going the way I want it to. Or I am really worried now that, you know, it seems to be that that client doesn't want to re-sign up for a one-on-one. You know, we have our initial reaction, but some people stay there. Some people stay locked in. And maybe that was you up until this point. Maybe you really let things knock you down. Remember, it's not about getting knocked down. It's about who gets back up on their feet ready to fight. To get back up on your feet, you've got to get curious. Getting curious is that rebound. It's that spring in your step. It's what keeps you fighting. It's what keeps the momentum there. Okay? The curiosity keeps us in the game, but it also takes the subjectivity out of it and the story we want to tell about life is so unfair and making us the victim and switches us from victimhood back into conqueror. From why is this happening to me to well, let's see what I can learn from this. So that's the first thing I want to land here is that when you can swap your fear and your anger for curiosity about the resistance, about things not going right, you stay in control. You stay in the driver's seat. You are less likely to have your emotions take you into some silly story, into some false narrative you're more likely to see things as they are and stay realistic, stay grounded, stay cool. And as a result, you'll waste, you'll, you'll waste less energy as well because you're in the moment, you're present, you're not fighting against. That's what, if, you, if you're not curious and resistance happens, maybe you, know, you, you decided that you, you wanted to partner with someone on a podcast and then last minute they're like, no, this isn't, my, this isn't my jam, I'm so sorry. And although you understand and you wish them well, you're still like pissed, right? You're like, oh my God, we were supposed to do this whole thing. I even started to advertise that we're gonna do this and you're upset. That's resistance. So instead of just staying there in that and letting it suck energy from you, And letting it get bigger and bigger, because remember, whatever you focus on grows. Where energy, where attention goes, energy flows. Where your energy goes, that actually gives that thing juice. So it's going to get bigger and better and smellier and hairier and, and take over, right? So if you have this negative thing going on in your life, why on earth would you want to pour more resources into it? So instead, we acknowledge the initial reaction. 
Sure, it hurt. Sure, I'm pissed. I'm a little scared and oh, here we go again, right? I'm going to give myself 30 seconds to feel that and then I'm going to get curious because if you're serious, you've got to get curious. Curious puts you back into the driver's seat. Curious keeps you engaged and calm as a cucumber, okay? I experienced this probably two, uh, not even in January. It was January of this year. Um, the, the chef that used to cook for me, we were friends. We had a little bit of a falling out. But primarily, it was a falling out that I had to address. Uh, our energy wasn't really aligned anymore. But when we talked, when we finally had a conversation about it, I really wanted to take the business to a more professional height, different energy, different direction. And my chef friend at the time, that was new to her. I never brought her in on it. So when we finally had the conversation, she was like, you know what? After hearing you, I love the direction you want to take things. It's just not for me. So we came to a very beautiful, amicable, respectful close, but it was a close nonetheless. And so here I was, you know, if we had done like six, seven retreats together. So I was out a chef. I was out a partner, someone who really knew how to do it and throw down really well in the kitchen. Um, so initially, I was really sad, even though it was my idea to talk to her. And I you know, brought up all these different points and made sure she wanted to keep going and do this thing. And when she said no, I was like, oh man, what am I going to do now? And so there was definitely a moment where I struggled with seeing the positive and was hurt and frustrated, you know, all the time we spent together and you don't want to keep growing with me. What the heck, you know? But honestly, I let myself feel it. It made total sense. It was valid that I had those reactions, but I did not linger there. I want you to really hear that. I allowed myself to feel it. I respected it, loved that part of me, but I did not allow myself to linger there and, and create bigger and bigger drama, more stories. Instead, I just got curious about it. I said, all right, what can I learn from this challenge? That's one of the first questions. What can I learn? And what I learned about myself was, A, even though it was a really difficult conversation, I can have them. I can construct uh, outlines of a really challenging conversation. I put in the work. About two hours before we talked, I made a whole outline of the points. I wanted to make sure she really understood um, you know, the direction I wanted to take the company and the how the leveling up of professionalism, I wanted to get a team, you know, and I really out of respect wanted to make sure that she felt loved even in this challenging conversation and that I was able to receive it and give it as well. And that happened. So I was able to take a really difficult moment and spin it into a very positive. Although the outcome didn't go the way I wanted it to, I also learned that Sometimes it's okay for people to exit even beneficial, fruitful, uh, you know, revenue generating situations. If the people aren't aligned, they're just not aligned. And ultimately, it's better for everyone involved that, you know, if something's not aligned, you just exit it. It's okay, even though it's a really difficult conversation. And I learned a little bit more about what I needed from a 
retreat chef, what I needed from someone to also help me coordinate, you know, having that conversation with her forced me to look at, well, who else do I want to bring on? And what, what is the vibe I'm looking for? Can I articulate that to another team member? Do you see? Getting curious, ultimately, my, my willingness to stay curious and open-minded, let me learn a lot more about myself. And ultimately, I was able to reach out not long after that, probably two days later, you guys, to a local venue Um, which put me in touch with another individual who is now my retreat coordinator. And my retreat coordinator just recently helped me find a professional chef who does this for a living. And our retreat that we all collaborated on just a couple weekends ago was a incredible success. It was so incredible. Um, I was moved to tears one night, just looking across the table, seeing an event coordinator and seeing a professional chef at my retreat. I'm like, oh my God, this is the leveling up I was seeking. You see, if I never, if I never went for it, if I never had that tough dis- decision and tough discussion, I never would have learned and got curious about myself. I never would have been able to articulate who and what I wanted to work with. And therefore, it never put me on the path to find my current event coordinator and my then chef, who is definitely going to be my chef going forward. Her food was incredible. She was awesome. So where could you adopt this mindset? Where are you right now in life? Focus so much on what's not working. Sometimes we get really stuck there, right? So where are you really focused on what's not working, and therefore pouring more energy into it, Really, just seeing that it doesn't work more because you're adding energy and focus to it. And instead, could swap the energy that you're feeling for curiosity. Because if you're serious about your transformation, you can't stay pissed off. You can't stay negative. No, you cannot afford to, right? You've got to get curious. It puts us back in the driver's seat, it helps you take ownership and If you ask yourself these questions, let's get into the tactics here. You're going to be set up always for success, no matter what resistance, challenges, setbacks come your way, right? That's resilience, baby. That's empowerment. So number one, when stress comes your way, when things don't go the way you expected, when there's a bump in the road, however you want to refer to it. I want you to reframe. That's number one. Reframe. A good old-fashioned reframe means you're going to ask questions like, what can I learn from this? How can I grow from this experience? And this shift in perspective gives us insight into the lessons that can be learned. Instantly, that reframe I mean, we've been talking about it this whole podcast, but those are the main questions. Like, what can I learn from this? How can I grow through this experience? Is going to instantly set you up for success and get you into a solution mindset, growth mindset, abundance mindset. You're not going to be the victim any longer. You're going to take ownership back of the moment. And one of the most important lessons that I have been learning this past year is 
to ask myself the question, who am I being in this moment? When things are going wrong, you're going to learn who you really are. You're going to see all of your little shortcomings. So reframing is really critical here because we do want to learn about ourselves. We want to see that little snotty brat side of us that comes out when we don't get our way. We want to love her, honor her. And at the same time, we want to ask ask ourselves, how can we do better? How can it get curious about that brat that comes out when she's hangry or when things don't go well, right? Get curious about that so that you are continuously growing. The next time something happens or things don't go your way, are you going to act the same way or have we leveled up our reactions? That's what it's really about. Who are you being in this moment? How can we learn to improve our skills? Because guess what, baby? Until you learn the lesson, that shit keeps coming. That's how it works. Until you learn how to reframe and shift into curiosity, the lessons that keep provoking you are still going to come because, well, quite honestly, it's not the lessons that need to change. It's you who needs to change, right? You get that? The lessons can keep coming. But if the student is still the same, you're always going to perceive the lessons as, oh, here we go again. Why is it always raining on my side of the fence, right? Like the, the student needs to transcend and realize that, okay, here's a challenge. Blessing accepted. I can't wait to see what I'm going to learn. Okay. So that's the perspective shift you need to have. All right. Second thing is embrace the unknown. Embrace the unknown. I want you to get a little bit more open-ended here and explore questions like, what haven't I considered yet? What outcome haven't I considered yet? Or how can I approach this from a different angle? What else could be true here that I'm not even looking at? I'm so focused on this going wrong that I have totally been blind to all of this other amazing things that could also possibly be true over here, right? So this is embracing the unknown, embracing curiosity, and letting that usher you into the territory of, I am now aware of something that wasn't initially apparent, okay? Beautiful. Number three, practice mindful awareness. Mindful awareness is really getting you into the mode of practicing how you're feeling in the moment. So getting us out of the subjective story of the moment and entering the body in a way to assess how you're feeling and really getting us in touch with a kind of quasi meditative state where we're asking, how do I feel? What are my emotions? Where in the body is this showing up for me? How is my body responding to this challenge? Are my shoulders up near my ears? Have I stopped breathing? Am I breathing just with the upper portion of my chest? Can I drop the belly? Right? Can I drop my belly down and out? Can I breathe fully and deeply with my diaphragm? Can I unclench my jaw? Open it up here. Relax the muscles of the face. How is my body responding? 
this is going to teach you a lot about that moment. It's going to teach you a lot about yourself too and get you really in tune with how you are in that situated moment. And again, this is all in the the light of curiosity. What am I feeling in this moment? How is my body responding to this challenge? This is going to help you develop a new relationship. Yes, to thought, but also to the patterns of emotions and physicality and energy that show up in your body. So it will help you in the long run, right? Because if you are in a place where you're constantly stopping your breathing, well, that increases your stress. Okay, well, I'm learning that when things don't go well, I tense up my jaw or I clench and then I get headaches later. Through this practice, you're learning about yourself that, you know what, this could still be going to shit, hell in a handbasket, but I'm going to relax my body. I'm going to take some deep breaths. You're going to get curious about the feelings in your body and maybe pay attention, follow it a little bit. Ooh, okay, this tension's in my belly. Oh, it just came up to my heart. Ooh, it's kind of in the back of my neck. Oh, interesting. Now it's down in my elbow, right? Like this exploring and curiosity of the stress in the moment is going to help you reframe, embrace, and practice that mindfulness that's truly needed to get back in the driver's driver's seat and take control of the learning of the moment. If you can learn to be a curious person in this world, your learning will never stop. You will exponentially change and morph and grow into a very strong, malleable, resilient, smart, and grounded individual. All right, guys, there you go. I deeply hope this served you. Do me a favor. If you're watching this YouTube video, give it a like if you enjoyed it. Leave me a comment below. What's your biggest takeaway? I love, love, love to read. And while you're at it, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. I appreciate it so much. Those of you listening to the audio, thanks so much for your ears and your attention. I would love to hear from you too. You guys know how to get a hold of me. I will see you soon with another podcast episode. Love you guys. See you soon.